From Fat for Weight Loss, I'm Aaron Day, and this is the daily December segment of the Fat for Weight Loss show. So let's get right to it. Every day in December, we'll be covering a new topic, from events to travel to nutrition and physical performance. So let me know what you want to cover, and we'll dig into it for six minutes every day in December. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fat for Weight Loss Show. Today I'm talking a little bit about traveling with keto, so what to do whilst you're traveling, um, some of the typical scenarios that you might be caught in whilst you are traveling, if you are following a ketogenic diet, and then also deciding if you are going to follow a ketogenic diet or not, um, and some, maybe some of the uh, top questions that I get in that respect. So I have a, a podcast with Traveling Keto Cat over on Instagram, uh, she has you know she travels all the time and so she's very good at um, applying the ketogenic diet even whilst traveling and so uh, if you go and listen to that podcast it is in the list of podcasts search for traveling keto cat it'll come straight up uh, and it's it's a it's a great podcast to listen to because she has a few different types of scenarios that she gets regularly caught in and how she deals with those um, and one of them is snacking and I'm going to start with that one today so on the uh, ketogenic diet or you know if you're trying to follow a low carb diet of sorts uh, when you go into a scenario where either you're provided food or maybe the food options around you aren't so fantastic then uh, snacks or food that you bring with you are going to be the greatest options that you have when it comes to dealing with snacking or uh, external uh, pressure on food so if you jump onto a plane and you know they serve you airplane food um Obviously, eating the keto aspects from that is going to be great, but another great option is just to intermittent fast. So practicing intermittent fasting for 12 hours in reality isn't going to kill you. Um, however, please speak with your doctor about all of this before start <laughs> before doing any of this because if you are highly glucose dependent, then, then maybe doing intermittent fasting isn't going to be the, the best way for you. But you know, just doing intermittent fasting when you're on a plane or maybe when you're at a theme park or when you're at a particular area that only serves soft serve ice creams, <laughs> then intermittent fasting is definitely going to be your best option. Um, and then there are some uh, other options where you can actually take keto-friendly foods with you um, and be totally reliant on those. So whether that's nuts and seeds, whether that's maybe cooking up some bacon and, and keeping it in a little packet so that you can just have some bacon on the go. Um, um, obviously, only doing that fresh would, would work best. Um, maybe getting some sugar-free uh, beef jerky may help as well. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch like macadamias. Macadamias are a fantastic way to um, get uh, enough calories in for a day and to not have to bring an entire suitcase and a knife and fork and, you know, a, and a tin opener and all these different types of things. It's, it's going to be a much easier way to do that. And on a ketogenic diet, I would probably argue that you can fit more calories into a particular space. So if you've got a handbag or maybe you've got a backpack or whatever that is, um, you don't have to take an entire box full of food um, to sustain you for that day. You would probably only need to take you know, a handful of macadamias or maybe two handfuls of macadamias with you and that could be your entire calories for the day because ketogenic diet or fat, um, fatty foods are much more highly calorically dense than other types of foods. So they fit into space or smaller spaces much easier. And generally they will hold their um you know they will they will hold their 
what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they will they will stay uh, in a complete state for a lot longer. So if you think about macadamias, macadamias are going to be a fantastic option. Even if you keep them in your bag for three days, they're still going to be fine. Um, whereas if you were to keep a salad in your bag for any longer than two hours, you're risking your chance of salmonella. So there's a whole bunch of options there. Now, um, traveling on a ketogenic diet is fine, but what happens when you do get put into a scenario or what happens when you are, you know, you, maybe you're not doing your regular routine, you're not exercising as much um, and you feel like you have the probability to gain weight. Now, that is another thing that um, traveling with keto can sort of uh, preempt and it's something that a lot of people struggle with as well. Now, the thing to do, and this is what Traveling Keto Cat was talking about, is that you need to either decide whether you want to come back heavier than you left or you want to come back the same weight that you left. And there's two totally different scenarios that you need to follow if you are going to do that. And it's important to do that from the start because if you don't do that from the start, then you're going into it whatever. Uh, You're going to make all of these decisions based off no real goal. uh, And then you come back heavier, you get really disappointed with yourself and that's that and then you never go on holidays ever again and that's not what you want um so if you do decide to go on holidays have a really relaxing time and maybe uh not worry about your weight so much and just get back onto the ketogenic diet when you finish that's the best way to go if that's going to be the way that you decide to do that then that's fantastic but if you do decide to stay the same weight whilst you're on holidays then do realize it is going to be a little bit more work and you just have to be a little bit either more prepared, a little bit more consistent and a bit more motivated to stay that same weight whilst you're away. So um, incorporating some type of movement or exercise each day is going to really help if you're exercising, uh, sorry, if you're traveling. So if you're on a plane for 12 or 13 hours, um, getting up every now and then to just stretch your legs and uh, when you get off the plane, maybe going to a gym after that, that's going to really awaken you and make you feel a lot better. Um, But it's a little bit hard if you're trying to travel with a family and, you know, so just deciding before you go traveling what the scenario, what the outcome is, uh, and then stop worrying about that throughout the travel and then maybe trying to minimize the damage by reducing sugar, um, keeping the the foods to a good quality and making sure that they're whole foods um, and then also trying the cuisine that you're actually in. So I'm going to be traveling to South Korea and Japan tomorrow <laughs> um, and so I'm going to pre-record tomorrow's podcast but that is going to be interesting because uh, Asian diets are very, very uh, rice heavy. And so trying to follow a ketogenic diet in that scenario will be interesting, um, but I think it's probably something that I'm not going to do. And the reasons for that is that I want to be able to experience the food that I'm going to, and I'm only going to be there for two weeks, and I'm pretty young, so I still have a pretty high carbohydrate tolerance So if I uh, consume a little bit more carbohydrates than I probably should have, um, I'm going to be skiing for two weeks. So it's not going to be the end of the world. And I think for me, that is really important to set that out from the start is that am I going to follow a ketogenic diet or not? And 
Most times I will follow a ketogenic diet if I'm just traveling around Australia. But if I'm traveling overseas and I really want to experience their culture and I want to experience their way of eating, then imposing my way of eating on their culture is probably uh, a little bit barbaric. (laughs) Um, And so eating traditional foods, eating uh, traditional cultures, and then maybe learning from that and adapting some recipes here in Australia to suit a a, a Korean style or maybe a Japanese style is going to be really interesting. And I'm really excited about that. Um, So again, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has given you a little bit of um, information about traveling with the ketogenic diet and some of the things that you should be thinking about. Um, And until tomorrow, take care. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes like this or get in contact with me over on Instagram to suggest a topic that we can cover for tomorrow's episode. So until then, have a fantastic day and I will be talking to you tomorrow. Thank you.